it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you're paying attention. You yeah, got a chance to here. win some LAFC playoff tickets that are coming right. up in just a little bit. So your Torre's got a little uh, trivia contest for you at some point. You got to be listening all day long so you know the answers. Yeah. So we're giving uh you know we get we, we're giving away hints throughout the show. And if you're listening, you know you you should be able to win these tickets. The four pack for LAFC against the Whitecaps this Saturday at 5 p.m. Well, the pregame starts at 5 p.m. with uh, Dave Denholm. So Especially after last year's playoffs when they did so well. They won the championship last year, went to PKs. Yeah. Right. It was crazy. And I, I got mean, I got to tell you, I know I say this all the time. You've heard me yeah. say this. Denholm is awesome. Yeah, Denholm's the best. Yes. <laughs> Denholm is awesome when he start, when he calls those games. He's so infectious. His enthusiasm is just off the charts. Yeah, also, if you guys don't remember, last year, Ilya Sanchez hits that you know last final penalty and uh, they win it all. And, the, and, you know, fun fact about that, Cody and I are right behind the goal box as he's hitting, like, he shoots. Ilya mm. Sanchez shoots, scores. They win the championship. He goes looking for McCarthy, the goalkeeper. Cody and I are right behind those guys recording the moment. It was it was awesome, man. It, it was an incredible time. But Ilya Sanchez, uh, you know, hits that PK. We, we, you know, we're L.A. champs again. And, I mean, for the first time. And it was just a fun, fun, fun game. That's the last L.A. championship, right? That's that the one the, that we're that standing on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the the because the Rams, Lakers, Dodgers, LAFC all got them relatively close to each mm-hmm. other, but LAFC yeah, right is the pocket. most the most recent for sure. Um, I have mice, Slee. I'm trying not to think about. Yeah, it. Yeah, that one you said that's so nonchalant. Like it's not a no problem. He just went to bed. Like Under everything's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I figure they know not to go upstairs. <laughs> I figure that they know to stay out of my bedroom. Michael, my son Michael, Don't bring any food up there. Was like, Mom, I think I saw one in your room last. Like he was love driving her crazy about it. And she was getting madder and madder to the point that she went to the store and bought all the traps. Those glue kind, not the snap ones. Yeah, the ones yeah. you put on the floor and they get stuck. And yeah, they yeah. You know, I've, I've got. I caught myself a, a while back watching. Uh, Mouse traps for like mice. They yeah. Put a, they put a camera. They put a bucket, and they put like you know just different ways of trapping mice. Yeah. In a bucket, I'm just like the I bucket one's interesting. Where they go down and they fall and they can't get back out of the bucket. Yeah, they're caught. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just you know, go down freaking videos. That's like the that. YouTube. Try not to think uh, about exactly. it. Exactly. The YouTube. <laughs> is that the algorithm? Have you got the mouse trap al- algorithm? No, I, I don't. But what he's saying is. If you've watched one of those, it's a YouTube thing where, like, just out of nowhere, there's that. And it's like how to catch a mouse. And you click on it. And then next thing you know, 18 minutes went by because <laughs> you're watching the whole process of it. Send me the video so I can forward it to Susan so she can start building traps because I'm not going to do it. You're right. It's like a bucket thing. And they got, like, the lid where it can come through it. Yep. What's that, Horton? Hey, Emily. So what happened at the DMV? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I went after work on Monday. Now serving G one three five at window number two. I wasn't feeling a hundred percent at work on on Monday when I was here, and so then I went afterwards, and I might have been that I was a little nervous about what was going to happen at the DMV because you know going to pay a lot of money, I mean, I might have to have the right forms, et cetera, et cetera. So I go to the DMV, uh, I go to the first uh, window, and I get my license. And uh, got that all squared away, and they were like, "Okay, you have to take a written test till, still too." So I was like, "Okay, I'll do that too." And I got to do my vehicle registration. How'd you do on your test? Uh, I passed it. Okay. Yeah. I, Did so- you get a hundred percent? No. <laughs> no. Did you come close to not passing it? Uh, I think I missed like two questions. Okay. Yeah. So I it was. Just want to know how far, how wide of a berth I should give you when you're leaving the parking lot. And also the questions were like having to do with like trailing, like not trailing things, like carrying things on my car, which oh, I yeah. never do. So anyway, um, and they're also very weirdly worded that you have to like kind of picture in your mind what's happening. But then you know go to get my vehicle registration by the same at the same woman, same window, and I at one point in time had crossed off something because I wrote the wrong date because for some reason I was like, oh, so instead of saying when I signed it. Instead of saying 10, 23, 23, I wrote 10, 23, 24 for Mm. some reason. And then she was like, so, yeah, so she was (laughs) like, well, this this isn't valid anymore. And so then I have to go back in line and get back into it. It really needs to go through the line again? (laughs) Yes. And when I got back in the line, I had to, then the the systems went down. And so I was there until five. And maybe, again, just sitting there with the stewing of the thing and then my stomach did not feel really great. So I was also feeling... 
having to do certain things at the DMV that I didn't want to do. So yeah, so that's where I was yes uh, on Monday. And eventually got it done, got you, it taken care of. You seem like you're better today. I am much better okay. today. I, I have, I'm not stuck at the DMV. Maybe it was also these two things together that I didn't really like. But yeah, DMV sickness is it's not It's right near the top of the list of things that are way too long and way too frequent. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, well, you from out of state too, so you got to start from scratch. All yeah. that other stuff, not and good. you know, people aren't they're they're very fine, kind people sometimes. I'm sure in their free, in their life, but they are not very kind to you uh, nope. when you're going through the line. Well, That's they're ridiculous. at the DMV all day too. <laughs> yeah, every day, people that are working there, it's yeah. like. I get and it. And then they wear like hazmat suits, honestly. They have gloves in their hands. They have masks on. I mean, again, not ma- knocking anyone who wears masks. Things. But they have, <laughs> they are like in hazmat suits. Almost. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of get it. <laughs> no Makes judgment sense. on that one. You seem like you're in a better spot than you were a couple hours ago. Are you? Because two hours ago, yeah. you were re- you were like, we can reset it all. Incredibly upset about the fact that Anthony Davis threw up a goose egg in the second half. No, I, I, I think that. That's not going to go anywhere. I, I think the fact that you got a player of that caliber, um, you can say wherever you want to put Anthony Davis, he's just too good of a player to have zero points in 24 minutes of play. That's not going to change. So whether a couple hours went by or I got it off of my chest, that part I have a difficult time comprehending that Anthony Davis had 17 points in one half um, and the Lakers did not lose that game just because of Anthony Davis not scoring in the second half, mm-hmm. but he did not score in the second half, that he went a 24-minute stretch. This is the start of a new season. This is um, Anthony Davis and LeBron and Darvin Ham. There's a lot of people that were ready for this game against Denver because the Nuggets swept the Lakers. There were some things said in the offseason, then there were some things said at media day, and it was like, no, no, we, we're, we're well aware of what the Denver Nuggets accomplished and that they swept us. With all that being said, AD is one of those types of players that I get his inconsistencies. I get he's not a player. He can drop 35 tomorrow and you and I wouldn't blink. Not even a little bit. He didn't have a point in the final 24 minutes of the game. Yep. That That's not going to go away. And I think that is uh, – that obviously to start the season off, that's not what you want to see. Is one game going to be indicative of the next 81? No, it's not. But, damn, AD's – not one point in the second half. Took one shot attempt in the fourth quarter. That's very frustrating. AD was AD, buddy. To a, it, it's. I mean, it's <laughs> to another degree. It, it, it's no, not really. No. I mean, it was. It was. He has. Or hey, he didn't score in twenty four yeah. minutes. But Al, with, there's he didn't no score difference. one point in twenty four minutes. There's no difference between there's bad and there's good. He's had a ton of halves that were good and a ton of halves in the same night that were bad. This was particularly bad. Mm-hmm. But we've seen games where he's been. You know, had 14 points and only taken a very small amount of shots in the second half, where he only gets to the free throw line once or twice, or not at all. Like we've seen him just kind of disappear in the second half of games. It just because, like you said, it's opening night, it's a new season. There's excitement, there's anticipation, all these things. Chatter between the two franchises, all all of it. Mm -hmm. Again, that depends on who's. Anthony Davis tells me he's gonna. Okay, sure, buddy. (laughs) I'm gonna. I've seen you play before. I know that you might have a, night, a nice night because you're really good, but I also know that what happened last night is in the it's it's in the realm of possibility. The actuarial table exists where Anthony Davis has a really bad night offensively. It's on there now. Thankfully, it doesn't happen half the time or even you know a third of the time, but it happens enough to where I've just kind of come to accept that Anthony Davis having a disappearing act in the second and half of a game. It's not unprecedented. It just happened to happen on opening night. And, and, I, and I, I, I don't know yeah. if it's I don't know if it's the opening night part. It's literally a goose egg in 24 minutes. I yeah. think that's I think that's the thing that you really think it's different. The zero is different than a three. Is there a real like I, I understand there's a difference, okay. but is there a meaningful yeah. Yeah. like the, as can, far as his impact on a game? Zero and three are basically the same. But I, I think the fact that it is zero. The fact that you went 24 minutes, the yeah. fact that everybody at the end of the game had to listen a couple times during the – wait, what happened? Wait, he hasn't? Because, you know, sometimes you get caught up. You're not – I don't know if Anthony Davis had nine in the third quarter or sure. if he had zero. I just – you're not paying attention to every single detail. But when the broadcasters are saying, and AD still scoreless in the in the second half, it's like – and I, I know what you're saying. It's If he got four points in the final minute – 
well, what does it matter then? Because then he had four points but rather it had than no zero. no impact on the game. Or it had no impact on the right. game. He's still, even with four points in garbage time, it's still I, I no think, impact. I think the frustration more, maybe because it lines up with, Bron played 29 minutes of the game. They were very strategic with LeBron James. Bron was going to be in the game a certain amount of time, and then there was going to be moments where it's AD. If, if Bron had it going all night and it's like, hey, you know what? I should have been more aggressive, but look what Bron was doing. I left him alone. They needed AD in the second half. They didn't get anything from AD in the second half. You and I, t- you and I had the same box score with AD in the second half. So LeBron played like LeBron usually does, and AD played like AD occasionally does. That's the takeaway? No, I think the takeaway Le- is LeBron I think, was I think the great. takeaway is you have a top ten player in the NBA that didn't have a point He's, in the second half, and that seems to not bother you time. at all. Because it's not new. If this were the first time like if this is a playoff. So series, do we not criticize him for not no, scoring but, in the second but half? But I'm not going to criticize somebody for that does the same thing all the time and be mad about it. It's just this so is So then who how he do we is. talk about it? That that's he got you got you the bad one. If you're going to win a title, he can't give you a lot of those. He he needs to do more for sure. But I'm not I'm not mad at it. I'm not surprised by it. I'm just kind of numb to it that Anthony Davis has moments where he's a non-factor on the offensive end of the court. It just it happens frequently enough that I'm not surprised by it any, anymore. It's not half. It's not. It's just there are days where he just poof, he's gone. We talked about it last year. I need year. you to be more angry. Over. And, I, I know you do, but I'm Throw not. Throw a mug. I know it's, it's opening night. He's going to do maybe not zero, but he will have a half like this six times this year. It'll happen. It's going to happen again. It's not going to happen 15 times or 20 mm-hmm. or 25, but it might happen six or eight. And okay. I'm just I, I I just they can't come at the worst possible times. Him saying that I got double teamed is a bad look. That's because every yeah, so that ev- every good player does. That's just mm-hmm. Luka Doncic gets double teamed. LeBron James gets double teamed. Joel Embiid gets double teamed. Like would it figure it out, buddy? But th- but this is the definition of frustration. We we all watch sports. There's always a player that frustrates you with sure. whatever team that you root for. I was in your I your emotional state was my emotional state until about halfway last year and I just kind of I remember coming in here saying, "You know what? I think I figured it out. I'm just not going to have big expectations no, offensively I, I, for him." I've I've accepted Anthony Davis that he's going to have 40 points one night mm-hmm. and he's going to have 20 the next night. And then as the season averages out, it's going to say 26 points a night. Mm-hmm. It's just the, mm-hmm. the how drastic that is. What I'm not okay with is a stretch for that long where you don't have an impact in the game. Yeah. I maybe it I'm getting all the time last year. Maybe I'm getting caught up on the zero point. Yeah, yeah but you 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 still find other ways to impact a game. It's not like AD does not impact no, a game. I, he I does. I agree with that. I'm not suggesting that they trade him or move on. It's just this is who he is. This this idea that hey, that those weird nights that pop up with him way more frequently than they do with other super elite players are just him it's just him it, it, it it's frustrating sure but i my emotional energy in this is i've already spent it and, and listen I'm, I'm gonna go back to this i've they lost the game in the first half because 18? they were down 18 yeah that's how they lost the game they lost the game because D'Lo, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, none of those guys were efficient. They lost the game because when Braun went out to get a quick breather because he played 29 minutes, the Lakers would crater, and when he come back in, it would start shooting back up again. They lost the game for a number of reasons, and the world's not going to end. What The team that you saw yesterday in Denver could very well, a year from now, be putting another banner up. Sure. That, that, that wouldn't be a shock or a surprise. So I don't know if that's the measuring stick, but – when you look at one of the best players in the world that's top 10 in the NBA who has zero points in the second half, that one's that one's a tough one as well. There was some positivity last night too, specifically with LeBron and specifically with the way that LeBron was deployed and used. We'll get into that next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Billy Sanchez can put this away. LAFC will win. Sanchez. For MLS Cup, Ilié, the right foot. They did it! They did it! (laughs) LAFC have won MLS Cup 2022 on penalties. Jump for LA Football Club champions! Champion. All right, that's the great Dave Denholm calling the uh, awesome. you know championship you know penalty kick, and so then that good. was the first cup you know for LAFC, and you know just uh, they're on the road to repeat. Hopefully, they take on Vancouver this Saturday, so we're giving away four tickets. But the way this is going to go is like throughout the show, we've been giving you guys hints and and like, little nuggets exactly. You know, from LAFC, uh, we're gonna go by elimination. So hopefully okay. you've been listening. If the first caller doesn't get the first answer, first strike, you're out. Okay. Like it's out, and then it's next to the next one. We want to give it away to you know people are gonna go there. How it's many right answers do they have to get? It's three. Three, three right questions. answers. So yeah. the same three questions to as far down as, as far we go. So go. if you're first not first, <laughs> if you the, the advantage to going first is you get the first crack exactly. at it. The advantage to going second is you get to hear one of the questions. That's so. Right. And they're gonna we're gonna keep going till we get it, and we'll give away that four pack. So let's start in Linwood with Juan. Juan, what's Jorge, up, Juan? Take it from here. What's up, Juan? Hey, what's up, George? What's up, fool? What are you doing? What's up? Nothing much, man. It's working, bro. All right, bro. Here we go. So for for a chance for four pack, here's for question number one. Hopefully, you've been listening. Who is this year's? Who uh, uh, from LAFC is this year's Golden Boot winner? What player? Oh man. Ah, oh, come on, Juan. Three. Two, one. Nah, uh, nah wrong, oh. man. Sorry. Okay, Thanks. so not Carlos Vela. Not Carlos Vela. So if you're listening, here we go. Next, who's next, Travis? Right, Michael in Santa Fe Springs is next. All right, Michael, here we go, man. You ready? It's a four pack for LAFC, man. You ready? Ready. All right, man. So who's this year's Golden Boot winner from LAFC? Benny Bawanga. Got it. Okay, good. Second question Who scored the uh, game tying goal in extra time to uh, extend it to penalty kicks in the MLS final last year? Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. Okay, we got you were two for two. So this is for the tickets. Here, here we go. For the tickets. Who scored the goal to win the MLS Cup last year in the penalty kick? Who scored the final penalty kick to win the championship? Oh man, I got his name on the tip of my tongue. I just heard Three, it right now on the promo. Two. One. Uh, oh, oh sorry, man. big dog. Oh, he did some heavy so lifting for the next caller. I know. Oh, man, that's a tough break. All right, here we we go. go next? Alejandro in Los Angeles. Alejandro, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, good, man. Uh, Trying to get this. All right, bro, you ready? So who's this year's MLS Gold Cup uh, gold boot winner? Buanga. Buanga, got it. Okay, who? Uh, Number two, uh, who scored the uh, tying goal in extra time to uh, push it to penalty kicks in the MLS Cup final? Bale. Bale, cool. And then who scored the game-winning goal and pe- penalty kicks to win the MLS Cup? Bale. Oh, Bale. No, it wasn't Bale, man. You were so close, man. We man. just played it, too. We just played we it, too. We just so played it. Be better paying attention. All right, here we go. We're going out to uh, the high desert, Palmdale. Billy, what do you got? Oh, oh Billy's not Billy's there. Billy got ah. it. <laughs> Billy's gone. Billy's not there. All right, Cypress and Jacob. Jacob. You got a shot. All right, Jacob, here you go, man. Who won this year's Golden Boot from the uh, from LAFC? Danny Buanga. Danny Buanga, okay. Who scored the tying goal uh, in the MLS Cup final? 
Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale. And who won the game-winning goal Come on. in the MLS Cup final? Ilya Sanchez. Ilya Sanchez. Yeah, Congratulations. All right, Jacob, pack. stay there on the line. I will get your information. Do not hang up, Jacob. Good job, Jacob. Oh, man. Alejandro was <laughs> oh, on the man. one yard line. And we Set played the, the highlight coming in. Come on. <laughs> that was great. Oh, All right, Jacob, please, please call back, call back because Jacob. you hung up on me. All right, he will. Get Jacob, yeah. call back, and uh, we want to make sure that you get you your tickets. You have 11 people. In- hey, I'm Jacob. <laughs> Emily knows. We heard his voice. <laughs> Jacob got- from Cyprus, right? <laughs> we got Jacob all squared away. LeBron played 29 minutes last night, Al, mm-hmm. and that feels about right. I-, I keep going back to what Ireland said during Super Cross Talk. It was either earlier this week or late last, that 30 minutes is kind of the magic number. Six to open the game, six to close the first half, six to open the second half, and then the entire fourth quarter. That's 30 minutes. Yeah. Right, you put that together, you get to thirty. He played twenty nine last night, and Darvin Ham said, "Yeah, they're they're going to be mindful of the amount of minutes that they put on his odometer this season." Totally, totally. Like again, it's going to be a day by day process, gauging how he's feeling, getting communication from him, our our, our, our training staff, our medical staff. Yeah, we again, it's, we communicate, collaborate, and then land on a solid plan. And again, it's easy with him. You get caught up in the emotion of the game, and you tend to forget you want him playing these long stretches. But in order for him to be as effective as possible, we have to be mindful of uh, the minute output and how long you know his stretches are. It's the first time that I think, and maybe it's been done before, but I can't remember when. It's the first time that I've ever seen the franchise or a franchise LeBron is on um, have a specific game plan to Braun and his minutes. Mm-hmm. Get it. I understand. No, no, nobody's surprised here. I, I think you and I both love the idea you have that, no choice, really. that he's at – they have come to an agreement, the organization, that partnership that Rob Palenka said, that, yeah, we have a game plan for him. If you watched yesterday's game, when Braun was in, he was great. He, he really was. He was great. Um, in the you know minutes- what's crazy about that? Just I stop it right there for a second. When LeBron again, with the context of he's nearly forty years old and yep. he's played. Tw- this is his twenty-first season in this league, and all the minutes and, and the games he played in the postseason, the Olympics, and everything else. When he goes to the basket with speed, there's no answer. In, in, in nearly a quarter of a century, there is no answer for him. Just saying, you know what? I'm going to the hoop. He's getting to the rim, yep. and he's either going to get fouled, score, or both. Uses those, his body perfect, slows it's down incredible. when he needs to, it's speeds incredible. up, left hand, right hand, whatever it is. But some don't don't look at last night's game as man. Lakers aren't some you know they're in some real trouble. I, I don't look at it at all that way. I think when you get the Phoenix Suns tomorrow, you'll get a much better idea of what the Lakers have in mind this year. Playing at Denver is not easy, and playing against the Nuggets is not easy. Period. Mm-hmm. Phoenix got some good players, but they got a lot to figure out as well. The idea of using LeBron less really means that the depth that the Lakers have, the opportunities that some of these other guys are going to have, D'Lo's got to be better. Reeves has got to be better. Uh, Rui Hachimura's got to be better. Um, One guy we have not talked about at all today, Torian Prince was outstanding yesterday. Mm -hmm. Him and LeBron were the two players that you're like, okay, you guys don't need to change a thing. This is going to benefit the Lakers long-term with Braun. This is going to benefit – you said something earlier. You're almost using Braun as uh, – if, if it's a baseball game, he's your closer. He used to be your starting pitcher and used to give you eight innings. He Sometimes was like the starting pitcher game. from like the 1970s where he'd pitch yeah. nine innings every game. Exactly. right? And, and he'd go out there and just dominate and say, we got our guy, he's got this taken care of. Yeah. Now he's more of your closer, that you need to manage his innings, so to speak, minutes. And if you want to win the World Series – you can't ask him to pitch in the eighth inning during the regular season. You can ask him to do it in the postseason. You can say, hey, listen, I need six outs from you tonight. All right, let's go. But if you keep asking him for the six outs during the regular season, like last night, if he plays an extra five or six minutes, maybe it is a little bit different. But at what cost? At the cost of not being able to do it at the end sure, of the line because sure. it breaks down? He, LeBron James can't be the solution to playing LeBron James more minutes. Right, that the problem that they had when he came off the court, that the team did not stay at, at a high level, it cannot be fixed by playing him more because you're just you're just you're you're burning the cl- the candle at both ends. And by the time you get to the end of the season, he's not going to have what well, you need. And frankly, if you're going to really truly compete for an NBA championship, 
these other guys are going to have to have an impact. Of course they are. That these guys are going to – there's going to have to be times when Braun is sitting on the bench and you're watching the five that are out there and you're like, okay, hey, they didn't lose ground. Again, Denver's not the best example. You're going to get games against teams – if Phoenix is going to compete for a championship, it's going to take them time to gain continuity and everything else. They're going to have a lot of games where the game plan that I thought they had yesterday, where play Braun limited or, or less minutes than he usually does, it's going to work. It just didn't work against that team. You know, you mentioned Phoenix a couple of times. Watching them play the Warriors after the Laker game was over, uh, I'm not sure the Warrior, the Lakers didn't finish off the Warriors last season. That it just seems they're they're going to be good because they got Steph Curry, they've got Clay, they've got Draymond, they've got they've got Chris Paul, they've got Wiggins, they've the Kaminga, they've they've got a, a, some good players to be sure. But the Warriors being hey, it runs through these guys at some point. I'm not sure that the Lakers didn't finish that off last year. They they looked like a very different version of the Warriors that we've seen for the last ten years. And, and or they so. didn't. I know Draymond didn't play, but they didn't address. Trav, they lost to the Lakers because they didn't have enough size and they were old. So you know what they did. They got older and less size with Chris Paul. Yeah. They didn't address any of it. I mean, I, I, I always bring up – comes up obviously naturally in pregame with Michael. It's – we were actually talking about that game specifically. Lakers were going to play first. I'm like, hey, what's your thoughts on both of these teams, the Warriors and the Suns? And the Suns, it was like, it's incomplete. I'm not sure what it's going to look like. And the Warriors, it's the same thing that we're saying here. Are you are, – are you – do you fear the Golden State Warriors? I don't anymore. I fear Steph Curry, mm -hmm. right? Like Cur Curry is the guy that could just go nuclear on any given night and beat you by himself. I fear him because he's still that guy, yeah. right? That's if if you woke but he up, never and, had to do it on his own, right. and it feels like it's more right. on his it own. It feels now. like it's a lot more. You need Steph to give you forty to have mm -hmm. a chance to win. And again, like you mentioned, uh, uh, Draymond, we didn't play last night. Yeah. So there, there's some stuff, but before it was, well, if Steph doesn't get you, Clay's going to get you. Draymond's going to get you. Iguodala's going to get you. Yeah. They just, Andrew Wiggins. All, all of these guys yeah. are just, they were that team that there were so many different ways that they could beat you. It feels like they're they're far more limited. And the Lakers just exposed them with the size you, last year. You said something that was, it's so true, so odd. We we're, were prepping. And you said something to the effect of like, you were watching the Warriors do something that never happens with the Warriors. Everybody's Chris standing Paul around. Was just dribbling the ball. Everybody's standing around In watching him dribble. In my head, I'm like, wait a minute. So if your strategy is get the ball out of Steph Curry's hand, it's like it literally plays into what every other team uh, wish would happen. Okay, just a reminder here. Fifth row Fridays are back this Lakers season on Mason and Ireland. So this week you can win fifth row tickets to the Orlando Magic game on October 30th. All you got to do is listen to Mason Island every day. Make sure you take some notes on Friday. The fan who calls in and correctly answers five questions will win fifth row Friday Laker tickets. Lakers fifth row Friday is presented by BBGo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Hot and cold coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. And not for the reason you think. It's not for that. He wears his Coles clothes and it's great. But uh, it's he's hot because on this day in 2015, he had his iconic moment after he threw a game-winning touchdown in the final 30 seconds to beat the Bucks at when he was with the Washington team at the time. Yep. And he, he said this in the locker room. You like that? You 
It made it, it became a whole movement. It's what he's kind of known for. It's very much out of character for him because he's kind of like a buttoned up, straight up guy. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll say. But, you know, Kirk Cousins hot after also beating your 49ers. I, I, I liked it Easy. at the time when he did the, do you like that? But I really like it now after getting to know Kirk Cousins a little bit through the, uh, the quarterback it's beyond series. beyond out of character. It, it is, but it's also so oddly on brand that it's not profane, that it's super, like, clean. You know, you like that is not you like that, right? You like that. It's super on brand for him while being out of character. I I, love it. I thought it would be like, hey, do you like that? (laughs) I didn't know it was so direct. A little more formal. (laughs) And and by the way, he did a thing that's very hard to do. He created kind of a catchphrase and a brand for himself organically. That's you know. It still follows him to this day. They did it in Vikings in the the locker room this past Monday too. I never thought I would hit the point where I like Kirk Cousins. And then this Monday they put up uh, they put that top ten medallion on him. Oh yeah, <laughs> that guy's just you know, well. He's got when he showed up at the NFL Honors Awards yeah, wearing all the chains. All those yeah. chains, yeah, they like him. <laughs> Iced out. He's a he's a likable guy. All right, here's next. And now time for who's cold? Philadelphia sports. Jack. All right, sorry, Graham. Yet again, Plug your ears, <laughs> you're a great day right, here. Right, right. Uh, so, you know what I thought you were going to do for for who's cold or yeah. what's cold? I thought she was going to do the a chant from Denver yesterday. Who's your? Daddy? That's what I thought was happening. Well, we can still do that. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, so the Philadelphia sports is why it's cold is because the Phillies have lost the World Series, and this is in the past calendar year. Jeez. They've lost the World Series. They've lost the Super Bowl. They've lost the MLS Cup. They've lost in the uh, the Eastern Conference semifinals, and they've lost in the NLCS. And so they've gotten to these places. They've gotten to the postseason. But, uh, yeah, That's sorry. That's five things you just listed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Losers. Okay, look, I get it. It as somebody who just is on the very beginning of dealing with my Dodger pain from a week or two ago, I'm not piling on Philadelphia like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't it so much better to at least kind of be close to it than not in it at all? Wouldn't you rather have it the carpet ripped out from under your legs five times in a Grand year nodding. than be the Angels and just know that you uh, – hey, when's the season start? Uh, April 1st. When is it over for you? April 1st. Right, that, that if you're an Angel fan, that's what yeah, it is. But, but but this is sorry, Parker. This <laughs> think about. Let's use the Phillies just as the example. Phillies were up two nothing <clears throat> against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, had a chance to go up three one against a team that nobody thought was going to be in the World Series representing the NL. They were mm-hmm. in the World Series last year. Yesterday, I get it. It's good to be in the mix and all that stuff. But you also, it's a fan base and it's a market that. You got to win the whole thing. I think for them, yeah, it's great yeah. that you're in the mix, but I'm sure they're not looking at it that way. No, 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 not today. But by the time they get ready to go again, they'll know that they're in the mix again. And today's not the day to hear that, but ultimately that's the place that you want. I want to talk more about Arizona that you mentioned. Who's hot? Who's cold? It's brought to you by NextGen. NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call 833-3-NEXTGEN or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. So I was looking at Twitter last night, and after Arizona won to go yep. to the World Series, first time in you know twenty some odd years that they're going back to the World Series, Arizona was not the best team in the National League, even even for a short period of time. But this idea that this invalidates Major League Baseball's playoff format or that it invalidates the regular season, I'm not here for that at all. Arizona earned their spot in the World Series. They were one. Can you of, explain what are sure. they trying to say? What the, what are the, they? This is why this format is so stupid. That the last team in is now in the World Series. That you okay. you should that it's it's far too random because you're having teams like the Phillies last year, the Diamondbacks this year end up in the World Series. I don't think that that's either fair or even. Can accurate. I stop you for a quick sure. second? Isn't it more random? The fact that you're playing a three-game set or a five-game set or a seven-game set is what does not make it as random. That in the NFL, if you if you just get in and you got to win yeah. one game on the road and you're the, you're a wild card that just has to win one game, yeah. doesn't it make it less random? I, I don't than think they're playing so. I, I don't. I don't. I don't sign up for that because baseball is inherently the most random of all of these, and so in a short like that's why they play six months and they play every day is to try to mitigate some of the randomness that the second you go the Oakland A's beat the Atlanta Braves in a three-game series this year mm-hmm. okay the worst team in baseball beat the best team so in a three-game series 
it is random turned up to what about 11. five what about seven it's less but still pretty damn random mm-hmm. um but this isn't random. they didn't win a coin flip to get in this isn't the washington nationals who won the lottery to get into the playoffs this is one of the six best teams in the national league that beat the fifth best team in baseball in the brewers that beat the third best team in baseball in the Dodgers and beat by far the hottest and most hostile environment yeah. Oh, yeah. in the Philly. They earned their way into the World Series. This isn't a fluke. They didn't get a bye into the final round of the World Series tournament. They earned it. And really? Yeah, it, it sounds it, like a the, b- bunch of excuses. Absolutely. I I, I, it, look, as a Dodger fan, mm-hmm. it is gut-wrenching to see a team that you beat so decisively for so many years in a row jump to the World Series. They could be squirting champagne on each other in a week. It could happen, right? Sure. This is where we are with all of this stuff. But what, and I keep coming back to this. Why is the hot part, right? Arizona keeps saying, well, we just got magic right now. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm here for that. Why doesn't the best team, A, looking at you, Dodgers, why why can't you have magic? What, what is what is the is it the wand is it the hat is it the tuxedo where's your magic because I get that there's some randomness to it but it's not random for the Dodgers they're out over and over and over again this is the I'm frustrated that the Dodgers aren't there but I don't think that the Diamondbacks backdoored their way into this thing they earned their spot in the World Series Philly earned their spot in the World Series last sure. year um the, the Diamondbacks going through the teams that you just mentioned is unbelievable. Give them all the credit in the world. And if you're trying to figure out, well, what is the Dodger issue, you're not going to figure out what the Dodger issue is because the Dodger Dodgers won't you're make right. any changes right. to see if, is it that the problem? Is this the problem? Okay, that didn't work. Let's try this. They're just taking the same recipe, putting it back together again, and expecting it to taste different. Yeah, but you're using the same ingredients. You're not changing anything. But that that yeah that's that's a bunch of BS to to not give them their credit. Arizona's run is unbelievable. They've beaten unbelievable nothing run. but good teams. Okay, take away the Dodgers for a quick second, which Diamondbacks never trailed the Dodgers in no. that series. But put that series to the side. When they when this series started against the Phillies, no one in their right mind thought Arizona's going to hang with them, and everybody was like, hey, but still great season for Arizona. No doubt. Okay, then they go down two games to none. And got killed in game two. And and now you're thinking they're going to go win four or five against the Phillies. It's incredible. Okay, even going back to Philly, they're down three games to two. All Philly's got to do is win one. I, I think it's such an incredible They run. were on their way out three different times, and they never went out. And that it, you can't tell me that that's just a coincidence. Somebody somewhere is doing the right things, pushing the right. Tory Lovello making pitching changes. That Everyone it, hit. Everything landed exactly the way he wants, but – Again, I don't even think it's so much, all right, I'm taking Brandon Fott out at the right time. I think it's creating a culture where everybody can go to work that day and they let it they let it rip. Mm. And, and because they did let it rip. Even on days they got killed, didn't feel like they were, you know, getting overwhelmed by the moment. They just got they played bad sure, or they got sure. beat. Mm-hmm. And that's something that the Dodgers necessarily couldn't say. Dean, you're up next. Dean, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? Hey guys, how are you today? All right. Hey, I want to tell you guys, you both of you gentlemen are right. Travis, you're right not to uh, not to expect too much from AD. And Slee, you're right for being outraged by a man who, who didn't score a point there in the second half. This is what I want to say. People need to stop fooling themselves about AD. He's not he's, – he's not – he doesn't have the dog in him. He does not have that type of dog in him. And we need to face that fact and embrace it. The Lakers, they need another option in offense because AD is really a third option. That's oh. what he really is. He's not a he's not a first and he's not a second because he's not consistent enough. And so, with that said, the Lakers need to revisit the idea of going after Kyrie because I'm going to tell you why. They need a guard who can score and who can be dominant at times because AD isn't that guy and so if he's relegated down to the third option then he's not that much isn't expected from him dean i i want to i want to have some time to respond to what you're saying because what you're what you're putting out there is incredibly interesting okay so i i really do believe this and there's always going to be overreaction it happens it's it'd be overreaction after game seven like that's that's gonna that's gonna be there sure i think they have what they need and i think you're still trying to figure out what they need so i don't think we could sit here and say one game happened and 
let's go get the guy that just signed with the Dallas Mavericks, who may very well drive Luka out of Dallas. But can we wait a couple of months to see what we have? Can can you give this thing a second to marinate and see what we have? To say that Anthony Davis is not a second option, I disagree with. Second option is much more, it's much easier to swallow than, hey, he's the first option, everything runs through him, because it's just too inconsistent. The Kyrie piece of it, and it's kind of funny, and how random is this? Lindsay had walked in here um, just a few minutes ago but before, and she had mentioned something about Kyrie, and both of you and I looked at her and said, yeah, I don't think that's completely gone. That I feel like it's not there's, dead yet. It's not completely dead. Yeah, it's unlikely, but it, but, but just that it's not dead. To hear a caller call in after that, that's that's interesting. I, I I tend to land more where Dean said. I whether it's second or third really isn't super. It, it, we're splitting hairs at that point for me. I, I think what Dean is saying is what I agree with, which is just. Hey, this this is a guy that's going to frequently be really, really good, but there's also just enough times where he's not that you need to have something else in place for those nights, that there needs to be a, a safety valve for what happened last night, right? And whether that safety valve is Kyrie Irving, I don't know, probably not, but the fact that it's just not dead is intriguing. Yeah. But I, you're going to need, and, and I agree with you, Al, I think that that, safety valve or third option or whatever we're talking about or the guy that could say okay i'll do it tonight is probably on the team already you just got to figure out who it is whether it's austin reeves or it doesn't have to be one guy and it doesn't have to be one guy but there needs to be a person there on the nights where we're managing lebron's minutes and ad is having one of those nights where it's just poof he's gone in a in a in for a quarter or a half or sometimes even a full game it's like okay what are we going to do now the answer may be you can't overcome a player that good having a bad night because he's just he, when he's on he brings way 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 more than an average player might. But there are just enough of those nights. It's not what do you, honestly. What do you think it is that what we saw last night and not the zero, but just yes. that? Hey, what the hell? Where did it go? What, Ten times a year? Is that is that right? Twelve? It's it's not more than twelve, but it's not less I think, than five. I, I think it's I think it's probably once every five games. So what's five divided by eighty? So about twenty percent. Okay. So yeah. About right. I mean, yeah, it's ten. I mean, it's so, somewhere in there. It's just, it's like just, that. it's just enough to go. We got to get ready for this because it's. You're not going to go. Okay. Well, that's never going to happen again. Yeah, it is. Well, might not it, happen it, for a month, but it's going to happen. Can I tell you something? Remember game one in the playoffs against Denver? He had forty. Game two, he had eighteen. It's such a drastic difference. It's who he is, man. It's who he is, and it's who he's going to be. It's whether you can just kind of navigate your way through it. The dump is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. It's NBA season, Slee, so there's NBA news. The According to Shams, the Suns have lost their 2024 second-round draft pick due to free early free agency discussions with Drew Eubanks. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I need you to look at me. I need, I need to read your face. I need to know whether you're going to pull one off. Yeah. Is Drew Eubanks a real guy? 
Uh, he is a real guy, but I don't know much about Drew Eubanks. <laughs> okay. So yeah. they this is not a, like a hoax. This is not like a weird place for a uh, an April Fool's joke. Early okay. free agency discussions with Drew Eubanks. Hey, yo, Drew Eubanks, what's up? Nothing. Second round pick. Take it back. Got to be more calculated <laughs> if you're going to cheat. Who was the guy for the uh, – the, the Timberwolves got all – they lost a draft pick over a player that was, wasn't Drew Eubanks. It was like actually a lottery guy but never really panned out. Is it Joe Smith? Something like they they tamp- I think it is Joe Smith. Yeah. Joe Smith sounds fake too. No, yeah, no, no. Joe I think, Smith I think, sounds more fake than Drew Eubanks. You're right. Yeah, usually when you use Joe Smith, it's like, yeah, what was his name? Joe Smith? <laughs> right. Like you just literally throw out a fake yeah, name. Just, just wait till the – look, clearly there are ways to tamper or get in early contact with you because these – I don't think you're – negotiating $100 million deals in the five minutes after free agency opens. There's a way to get this stuff done correctly. The Suns apparently did not. Well, Eubanks, I'm going to give the man some credit. He had eight eight rebounds yesterday. There you go. Good so, night for Drew. It's good, good, good night for him. Good, good for him. Actually, now that I think about it, I was watching Eric Gordon threw it to him on a play, whatever, and he dunked the ball, and I was like, oh, that's a nice play. Who is that Who's guy? guy? <laughs> Who is that guy? I don't, well, I don't look, know enough may, about him. Maybe it was worth a second-round draft pick, right? Uh, Adam Schefter is reporting that Kyle Shanahan said that 49er quarterback Brock Purdy is now in concussion protocols. Mm. Jorge, are you ready for the uh, Sam Darnold in San Francisco era to begin? No, but I'm still picking the Niners on my four. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is – Damn. Okay, some, some interesting layers to the Niners right now. Long way to go. Yeah, long way to go. But let me just throw this, this out guy's there: going to be seeing ghosts again, and uh. well, may, maybe. And, and quite frankly, that would be, I think, good news for Brock Purdy. Here's why: if Sam Darnold goes in there and looks great, now we know. Now we know it's the system. It, it's Kyle Shanahan. It's Debo. It's Kittle. It's McCaffrey. It's Ayuk. It's that offensive line. It's that defense. It's it's. Everything else is so good that the quarterback just needs to be able to stand up and throw it over there. Yeah. But if 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 Darnold comes in and struggles the way he did in New York, the way he did in Carolina, then it's like, hey, you know, Brock Purdy's pretty good. You're gonna you, if he if he in fact plays Darnold, we're gonna get a lot more information on Purdy. I just want to add something more reporting from Adam Schefter about this. So Brock Purdy is now unlikely to start Sunday versus the Bengals based on this trend. No NFL player placed in concussion protocol this season has played the same week. The last player to be in concussion protocol who played that same week was in 2022 when Kenny Pickett had a concussion. Okay, I'm asking, I don't know the answer to this. Was Tua not in concussion protocol and they ran him out there four days later? Apparently not by this report. Okay, okay. Because that's like, uh, he got concussed on Sunday, it's Thursday. Is this, is yeah, this a good Tua, idea? Tua was and then, uh... Yeah, it's, oh no, it's a back, oh that's what they said. Remember they pretended it was a back yeah, injury? The, yeah, that's right. Or or excuse me, let me. I, I misspoke. They reported that it was a back injury. <laughs> yeah. So. Bengals might uh, catch a break. They're back in it, by the way. Yeah, they are three and three. They're very much back in mm-hmm. it. I, FC North is the best division as of, as it stands right now. They, they their get last place team in. is three three. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, oh, they've yeah, been right. much better. It's the, the it's the top is the Ravens, then it's the Steelers, and then it's the Browns the are a good team Browns, too. Browns, and then the um yeah, then the Bengals. The so per- any team could be anybody. The Purdy thing Four is interesting two. to me mm-hmm. that if all of a sudden Sam Darnold walks in there and looks good, that I think that makes Purdy look worse because Darnold has been a total flop as mm-hmm. a pro and if he all of a sudden is much much better good news for him and not so good news for Brock Purdy. Well, you you waited on this as well what one of the things you kept saying about let me see a drive where we can look at Purdy and say hey, Purdy won them the game he hasn't done that at least he's you know obviously these last couple of weeks have been interesting you could say okay maybe he did it in that that week prior where he set up the uh, the field goal and kicker just didn't hit it two people celebrating birthdays today one is your guy slee uh, another one is mine who, who should we do first me or you let's but, do you okay me because i think ireland's gonna like this one too we yeah. seem to uh align on a lot of the things that we like happy birthday happy 38th birthday to katie perry love her travis <laughs> I had a feeling is you very excited her. Had a feeling you know what her real name is i don't kate hudson is it really she changed it for obvious reasons uh, yeah well, that makes yeah. sense i do know that she's a santa barbara native I do know that. A child like. of ministers. Yes. Boy, she took a left turn. She did not follow in the family <laughs> business, shall we say, right? Yeah. So I, I had a feeling you would be a Katy Perry fan. So Katy Perry turns 38 today. Your boy Juan Soto yeah, turns Juan Soto. 24 today. Oh, How's Juan Soto 24. only 24? Wow. Old. Yeah. Feels like he's been around for 10 years. He's been Sorry, around 25. for five. He turned 25 today. 25, 25 today. today. Think about his next contract coming. 
probably he gave it was with the Nationals basically turned down four hundred. It's four hundred million if it's a penny. Yes. Yeah, and then whatever that next contract is, imagine being 25 years old and you got that much he money did, coming he, to you. He's going to be one of those guys. Like Bryce Harper is one of these guys. They were a regular, everyday major league player when they were 19 years old. Right. Like, and remember Andrew Jones from the Braves sure. when he showed up at 19 oh, yeah. years old and you turn around and it's like, wait, he's been in the league 20 Who? years and he's still in his 30s? How is that even possible? Julio Urias. Julio's major, another one. Major league talent at 18. You ever think we'll see him again in the nope. big leagues? Nope. I don't either. Because it's the second offense. Yeah. If it was his first one, yeah, but – they they got he had one of those that they did a good job of kind of sweeping under the rug, and now he's got another one. So the first one comes back up. I think he's done. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you don't get a second chance or a third chance, I should say, on that one. It was today in 1986, October 25th, 1986, where the ball went between Buckner's legs. No kidding. Yep. Today was the day. No longer with us, right? No, Bill Buckner? Bill Buckner passed a few years ago. Made fun of himself on a Curb Your Enthusiasm he, episode. He did. They, he uh, did. There was a fire and a, somebody threw a baby out of a window and <laughs> oh, Buckner oh caught God. the baby. <laughs> and, uh, and and so that that was Larry goofing around making fun of him. The 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 really tough part of your Bill, other than making an error and that being your legacy moving forward, Bill Buckner had like 2,900 hits in the big right. leagues. Yeah, he was great a player. lifetime great like, Dodger 298 for a while. hitter. He was a terrific major league player. And he's remembered for... Is that the most famous... I know that there so, are technically errors, in, but is that the most famous gaffe in sports history? So I have two, two things about that. Mason and I have this friend named Seth Swirsky okay. who wrote a series of books. We haven't talked to him in years, but he wrote a series of books called Baseball Letters. And basically what he did was is he wrote letters to famous baseball people asking about famous moments in baseball, and they all wrote back. Really? So he includes – It's by the way, it's a nice gift for a baseball fan if you're going for a Christmas present for somebody. Um, I think the, Sweet. He did, Get me that for yeah, Christmas. Yeah, that's not I bad. I think he did three editions of baseball letters. So one of the letters he wrote – I may be getting this name wrong, but I think his name was Dave Stapleton. He was a utility infielder for the Red Sox. Uh-huh. All season long, John McNamara had made a defensive replacement when Buckner was in the game. He put Dave Stapleton in for Buckner. But since they were about to win the World Series, McNamara thought to himself, this would be a great moment for Bill Buckner and his career. I'm going to leave him out there. And so Seth wrote a letter to Stapleton and said, I heard this story. Is it true? And Stapleton wrote back and said, it's 100% true. I haven't forgiven McNamara to this day. I'm convinced had I been in the game, we win the World Series. So that's item one. And item two, I think I told you that uh, where that ball showed up later in life. I told you guys this story, right? Tell me again. So I'm friends with Eric Karros. Right. And one day, Karros is playing for the Dodgers. He's in Charlie Sheen's house at a party. Oh, that's right. And it's in the bathroom. It's got like a a ball in the middle of a painting with a demon. And Karros walks out and says to Sheen, What's the deal with that weird piece of art you got with the baseball and the devil and the demons? He goes, well, you know what that ball is. That's the one that went through Buckner's legs. Because Charlie used to collect baseball memorabilia. I don't think he has it anymore. I think when he ran into hard times, he sold his memorabilia collection. Wait a minute. He fell into hard times after all that uh, two and a half men money? How (laughs) do you blow that? Well, remember, he got in a huge fight with Chuck Lorre. Right, and, right. Um, and ended up leaving like the show. Hundreds of millions. Well, he's still probably that? getting residuals for it. But yeah. I was told I could be wrong here. Yeah, I was told I met Charlie once. He was perfectly. I nice. met Charlie once, and he was a great guy. And yeah. it was after all the crazy stuff. He was at Steve Edwards' birthday party. Yeah. I was like, oh, somebody, good guy. somebody who knows Charlie will will reach out to Mason Ryan and set us straight if he if he still mm-hmm. has it. But I was told that he he sold most of his baseball stuff. To have that memorabilia in your restroom next to the air freshener. Yeah, pretty, right. Pretty amazing. Well, apparently it was up on the wall. I'm not a over huge the over the toilet memorabilia collector guy. But, like, but what I think would be cool are really random weird moments in sports like yes. that. Yes, like to true. have the yeah. Buckner right. ball, to so have the the pine tar bat, pine tar bat with Charles Sprewell's jersey when he went at Carlissima. Like just yeah. weird stuff like that would be awesome. Mace, I was telling before you walked in, I was telling these guys about our old friend Seth Swirsky. Ah, we haven't guy. we haven't talked to in years, but yeah. but uh, Seth would, by trade was a songwriter. Yep. Okay. He wrote, I believe, it Taylor was, Dane. Uh, uh, tell it to my heart. Your, tell it to my. But to his big hit, I think he wrote "All Out of Love" for Air Supply. Oh. I think you're right. I think you're right. And that's how he made his fortune. I like it. And so he, one of the things he collected was signed baseballs, and, and, and along with the baseball letter stuff. And Seth had what he used to refer to as the Mickey Ball. 
Oh, and I he know had had yeah, everybody yeah. with the last name Mickey who had ever played in the major leagues sign one ball. Mickey Mantle, Mickey Rivers, Mickey Tettleton. Mickey Lolich. Mickey Lolich. Mickey Lolich. <laughs> he he yeah. basically reached out to all these people after they were retired and said, hey, I've got this ball. If I bring it to you, will you, you sign, sign it? it? Yep. It's my Mickey ball. And they all say, well, if you can get it to me, sure, I'll sign it. And so he got it to him. They signed it. And he had a ball with like, I think there have been 17 Mickeys in the major league. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were all alive. And Mickey he got, Hatcher. He Mickey got them all. Hatcher. Hatcher's on the ball. Yeah. Rivers is on the ball. Tettleton's on the ball. He got Mantle before he died. Wow. He oh. also had a ball that was uh, from the concert that the Beatles played at Shea Stadium. Right. And, and all he, four of them. All four he, he, of wow. the Beatles signed yeah. a baseball. Yeah. He's like got the coolest. That, see, uh, that's the random stuff I'm talking about. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's cra- that's crazy. So we're, we got there. started on this mace before you came in. Today's the day that the ball went through Buckner's legs. Yes, in '86. Mm-hmm. Is it the most famous gaffe in sports history? I, I can't most come famous up with a gaffe. Uh, didn't uh, Scott Norwood missed a field goal? Well, that, that was won yeah, the but that's not a, that's not a mental error. You just missed. What about right. um, Chris what Weber about, with the uh, timeout? Chris Weber with the timeout. Time time How about this one? Good one. Jim Marshall running the wrong way. Yeah, is that in a playoff or a Super Bowl though? I don't remember. Was Leon Lett? Leon Lett was in the Super Bowl, but they still won. Yeah. Was but it Leon Lett that had the ball stripped from yeah. him while he was crossing the goal line? Oh, yeah. Uh, how about how about Russell Wilson throwing the ball and Pete Carroll not? Yeah, but that's uh, just a mistake. That's, that's not like a, a, a disaster. Something a that you they would didn't normally hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Something where you would normally right. always go the other way. Right. It's like missing yeah. a layup to win the NBA Finals. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah that's what it's like. That or maybe throwing a three-yard pass. I was going to say Marshawn from the two. Let's do a little super cross talk. All right. So what do uh, you got? Okay, Trav, I need you to be in. No, yeah, there, there it is. All I love. Um, Seth just made Seth more money. Just, <laughs> do, me a, do me a favor and answer this question with 100% honesty. Okay. Okay? Uh, Mace, you've seen the Scorsese movie with DiCaprio, right? I have. Right? Killers of the Flower Moon. And so you're talking about going today. Might go tonight. Yeah. All right. Trav, let's say that uh, Slea invites us to go with him. Mm-hmm. I actually would pay a lot of money not to go. Sure. and Because of the length? Yes. Okay. And I think, to me, that would be torturous. I think I'd go as high as 100 bucks to not have to go. Tonight, if I present you with two scenarios. Okay. Okay. One is you go to the movies with Slee and Lady Slee, and you just sit through this movie for three and a half hours. Or you give Slee 100 bucks, and you're out of it. <laughs> You can have it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You and I would yeah. pay not to go. I, and these two are paying there's a number. to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I, because, high, would you go higher than 100? Yeah. Not much higher. I don't think I would go higher not, than 100. Not, not but much I would go 100. But here's if I said $250, and all you got to do is come watch this movie. 250 bucks to watch. No, you get 250 to watch it. Yes, you get. Oh, I, oh I, would, I would do that. I would do that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good deal. But I don't think I wouldn't I'd do pay it for fifty to miss it. I wouldn't. Yeah. No. Let me tell you, it's a masterpiece either. of a movie. I, I mean, it, my, it is spectacular. I'm sure it is. Yeah. It is unbelievable. Leo sure is it's great. Leo has not been better since he crawled inside that dead bear in the Revenant. <laughs> um, I think the the new actress Lily Gladstone is fantastic. I'm sure she is. Um, I'm in. Mace. And and Sold. De Niro, killer. Sure. Killer De Niro now, supporting Emily, role. But didn't Emily Netflix. say she went to a six o'clock show and didn't get 10, out 10, until ten? Yeah. yeah. And she's yeah. going to another she's gonna go see it again. I, I went to a ten forty five AM show when I'm most alert. I like that. Yeah. Pretty is, is Emily, Emily, are you back exactly. there? I'm yep, yeah, I'm just there. sitting oh, down. She's okay. on a small chair. <laughs> All right. So uh last night I was on Netflix and I just got off the plane and, and I was wired and I needed something to fall asleep to. And I started watching Miss Americana. Do you know what that oh, is? Oh, yeah, sure. That's the Taylor Swift doc, right? I've watched it on I, many a flight. I got to tell you. I don't know I, what it is. Tell me what it is. It's, it's a documentary about Taylor Swift and how she became who she is. And it, okay. was, it was done right after the Lover album. So this is 2019. So this is pre the resurgence of her. So right. I right. got to tell yeah. you, I'm not I gotta a, fact a, I'm not a fan of, of her music necessarily. I don't, I, there's no Taylor Swift in my music library. I I I love her now. Can't I mean, help but root for her after. Yeah, that. after why? you why? watch why? what what turns you? Because she she basically rose to the top of the mountain. Social media, like it always does, tore her down, and she said, "I'm just going to take a year off." 
and I'm going to let my myself go away from the public eye. So she took a year off where she didn't do any interviews. She didn't do any the music. Full reputation. H- how she, old was she then? This was right. She one. was right after 1989, which is her most successful album. Yeah. So, but yeah. Reese, within and, the and last she, five years, and right? And she M? was. This was in 2016, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So how did they the tear her down? Years. Like what? What? I. I, I it, it was the Kanye thing. Her. So yeah. it was. Uh, it, yeah. And and but and 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 she was very worried about her dad was beating it into her uh no matter what you do don't take a political stance ever because okay. half your audience you'll piss off so she never ever commented on politics and there was some what was the situation in tennessee emily that finally was, got uh, her to it, cross over yeah it was a republican uh somebody that, hate, that didn't yeah. like gay people yeah yeah and she went she goes i can't shut up anymore I, she goes my my audience is full of uh, it's an eclectic group it's full of men women gay straight black white brown and she goes i i'm not gonna let them crap on my people i'm just not gonna do it and her dad begs her look you're wading into a pool where you won't be able to control it once you do it once you take a stand politically the other side is coming for you she she goes you know what I don't care. Good for her. And I'm going to be me, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to move forward. I'm just going to trust my instincts. And I'm not going to reach. She stopped following social media, and she stopped worrying about people that didn't like her, and she just took off like a rocket. Hmm. I just thought she came off great, Emily. I loved it. I, I have watched that documentary uh, many times, and I'm a big fan of it. I watch it on like- Yeah, I don't know how you how you watch that yeah. and not come out of being a fan she, of What's her. many? I've watched it probably five or six times. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Here's here's the thing about her. I mean, I was at Staples Center, what was then Staples Center, the night that Kobe Bryant unveiled her banner, her, I think it was 16, Most consecutive. Right? Most yeah. consecutive sellout shows. And afterwards, Kobe did an interview and said, you know, I love Taylor Swift. She's, she's very, very nice, but she's also a killer. And that's the thing mm. I think people forget is the crazy hustle. The They're, unbelievable hustle that you've got to have to be able to do what she is. You're has right. Done that gets time. lost. That gets lost. And, and people were calling her phony, and like, and she was actually like, I brought this up before. She had a contest for her listeners where she let 30 listeners come, come over to her, to her, home, her yeah. actual house. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, when they walked in, she was like making cookies for everybody. And so for the open of her reputation tour, which is the tour right before this in 2018, she opens up with sound clips of people talking trash about her. It's right. just people like some people on radio stations, and they clip it, and she put it in, and she opens it up, and then she has one of her best tours of is, all time. Is she a Trav is on one of them. Uh, oh. I don't know for sure, but yeah, the old, the old, this, this tour put her over okay. the top. The, old, you, you the old Taylor is dead. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Emily, she, you and she I can't get come that. If you, know, right if you know, you know. Um, I, I've got I a, don't. I've got a song stuck in my head right now, a Taylor Swift song, because I went to see the concert again Friday night, so I've been dragged in there. Oh, you went to the movie? Okay. I saw it twice. twice. If, yeah. I, if I made you go a third time, would you pay me 100 to get out of it? <laughs> third time, you go tonight. Tonight. You One either, more time. You either go to the Taylor Swift concert. Or you give me a hundred to get out of it. What do you? How do you play? I would probably give you the hundred. <laughs> I look. I saw but the concert. Credit, I saw it twice. I saw the concert live. I've seen the movie twice. twice. And That's now enough. all I hear, Emily, is "Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem." It's just over and over again in my head. I cannot shake that little earworm. <laughs> what I don't understand in general about people that rip her. I'm not. Again, I'm not a fan of her music. But I'm smart enough to understand other people are. Right. I don't understand why people care whether or not if if Mason they, he, released she, an album yeah. and I hated it. You know what right. it could be, and I didn't listen to it. I'm not going to crap on John, it. John, if this you're is making the, money on it. Good this is for you. this is what it is. I think it's. I think a lot of times everywhere you turn. Yes. she's there. Yes, yes. and it, it, it almost yes. feels like it's well, kind Mace of. Mason had a little of that with the NFL. What stuff. she's he suffering got, now is. From overexposure, I agree. Yeah. There's the, too the much NFL thing, the, the NFL thing, took it to another level because yeah. now you are within an audience that doesn't really there's, know much about her or anything like that. It was forced down your put throat. Put two things together. What you're saying is there's just a, a moment where it's like, okay, I get it. Yeah, right. No, like, you're I, great. I get it. It's not that I don't like your you or your music or or whatever. It's just enough already. And if you express that opinion, yeah, when they, it's like I'm not disrespecting her. Yeah. I'm yeah. saying. 
I'm oh, I'm good. Yeah, I've, I'm good. I've, I've got enough, my, I've got I my and, and I'd like a place to go where I know I'm not going to have to get it. But yeah, also, she right? can go to a game if she wants to. It's just the directors don't have to go to her every time. She right. can go and support her boyfriend if she wants to. She's but allowed it's reactions to. Reactions kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, but I'm saying, <laughs> tell them not that, to that, go. That, that, that's yeah, the one. Like, she can. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We don't have to go to ten. Just because somebody said. By the way, I was totally wrong on this as being a stunt. It is not a stunt. They are. Yeah, you definitely, can tell now. And, and you're like, even people like L, L. Duncan, who is yelling, platonic, yeah. has, has quieted down. Yeah, Everybody no, I is. mean, I, honestly, she bought, for her. she rented a box for the rest of the year at uh, Arrowhead Stadium. Scraped so together she's enough be, cash to she, get yeah, the some, box. But, okay, so <laughs> here's the nugget I wanted to get in there. 15%. So I read this big uh, Wall Street Journal thing, and they estimated how much profit she's going to have from this tour and this movie. Any oh guess? Gosh. Okay, from the tour and the movie, profit, profit. profit. over a profit. Okay, okay, so it's going to make a billion. Yeah, I'm going to say seven hundred million. Um, do I go more than that? No, I'll go four hundred million. Four point one billion. Billion. What? She's doing two years of tours around the world. So then this what? movie. Did a hundred million in opening weekend. Did another forty the last weekend. Has done five hundred million worldwide. I mean, she is making bank to a degree that we've not seen in the concert business, in the music business, oh in a very long four time. Billion? Four point one billion dollars. And you know, there's all these residencies in Vegas now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you two's playing at the Sphere. Imagine Katie if Perry she has played a residency, John. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Imagine if Taylor Swift played the Sphere. Oh my God. They could charge whatever they wanted. Yeah, they yeah, could. exactly. Yeah. What, name you know? your price. Yeah. Probably will happen eventually. We should start singing, Slee. See if we can, see if we can get hot. It's not too late. Me, it's not too late. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> By the way, could there not be a more ideal Taylor Swift line to be stuck in my head than, it's hi, not me. it's me, I'm the problem, it's me. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it sounds me. like you. Yeah. That's about right. Super Crosstalk's brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.